The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. So what are we doing? Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and rolling into 2018 with, uh, what should we say, a bang? A bang! A bang. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have a roundup of the news that happened since the last show, which was all the way back in 2017. It was last year. Yes, and uh, I have a guide to filtering out some of the, uh, shall we call it, um, garbage from your Twitter feed. Crap. Yes, uh, that stuff. Uh, yes. Things you do not wish to see in yes, your feed. Exactly. All of this is, is on this week's show. I have a, another admission to make. Actually, it's probably the same confession I made last time. You know what? I still haven't watched Stranger Things. Oh, my. I, I actually got to finish the last two episodes of the se- season two I this weekend. I don't know what the block is. But you know what I did watch? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. I saw oh, Glow. Oh, with Alison Brie. That that got yeah. a lot of good buzz. That's it a Netflix okay. show, right? Yeah, it's a Netflix show. It was okay. Well, if you like the 70s, 80s vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The music is great, though. Yeah, okay. Really, so. they, do, they do the music right. They got the timing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, 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 like the song wasn't out then, that yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, that kind of thing. You know, and then they were playing some songs that were like, yo, that was like five years earlier. What are you doing? Come on, you're killing me here. But. Yeah. But. So music really historians will have issues. I really enjoyed the show. It was cute. Yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, like golden age level. It was just a good, funny dramedy. It was snack food. Yes. How was the quality of the wrestling uh, not very good, because that was the whole point. <laughs> yes. It wasn't very good. Did you ever watch an episode of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Uh, I did not see that one. I am uh, old enough to remember when uh, they used to have, I guess we call it Little People Wrestling yes. on Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which was just bizarre, especially when you're a kid and you don't really understand that this is yeah, the, that, a that bad was, thing. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, that, I, I that mean, was... I used to love it when I was a kid, but then as you get older, you realize, yeah, that's not nice. Yeah, that that was not nice. But, and I never, the whole uh, World Wrestling Federation, you know, the yeah, that hitting people with the uh, folding chairs and all that. You got to understand. Never really got into that. You got to understand something. Lucha for Latinos, uh-huh. it's like in the blood. I used to watch Lucha Libre, Mexican wrestling. Oh, with, talk the, about, the masks with the masks With the masks. Me and Mascaras, El Santo, mm-hmm. my grandfather and I would sit in the Lazy Boy uh-huh. when I was like four or five years old, watching these guys holding in their guts uh-huh. and jumping off the top rope. It was brilliant. All right. So if you're I was, raised with that, I mean, that, that's a, hey, it's something you remember from your childhood. Right. And, and uh, I would argue to the death that it was real. Uh-huh. I argued like, to the they're death. They're not faking it. They're yeah, not they're faking, not faking it. it. Come on. They're not faking it. And in reality, I was right. Uh-huh. Because they would really cut themselves. Uh-huh. And they would break bones. Okay, so the pain was real. The pain was real, absolutely. Why are we talking about professional Because we, we started off with uh, the, the Gorgeous Ladies ah, of Wrestling. yes, Gorgeous so. Ladies of Wrestling. All right, so, so but but did the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling bring any of that realism uh, from no, your childhood wrestling days? To, yeah. Absolutely not. None whatsoever. Yeah, None I saw the whatsoever. promos, and I saw a lot of hair and spandex, and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, well, yeah, that, that's something I'll, you know, it's, when I get done with these other 10 things I need to watch. I like Alison Brie. She yeah. saves that show. She's a phenomenal and actress. Betty Gilpin, I think, is the actress's name. She was on Nurse Jackie. Uh-huh. She was actually good. They're they're pretty much the two leads. They're very very good. And okay. The storyline is pretty. It's it's a and lot I, of fun. it's coming back for another season, right? Yeah, I'm glad. And Mark Maron, podcaster okay. supreme. All right. The podcast god. All right. Mark Maron is in it too. Okay. So there's so. hope for us to be on a Netflix show. There Come you on. go. All right. So, go. so okay. So this is uh, this is your uh, your culture this week. That's it? right. By the way, I made a resolution. You know my gen- my my standard resolution 
for every year is that I'm not going to make resolutions, but I'm breaking that tradition. Uh-huh. I got to get off Twitter. Like, really? I got to take a break from Twitter. Really? It's just it's a, killing me. It's become a uh, rotting cesspool, perhaps? Well, yeah. It's like before I used to get like assaulted, mm-hmm. you know, like the whole nine yards, people calling me names and all that. That's kind of died down, but it's just like, it's overwhelming sometimes. And yeah, you get a whole bunch of crud mm-hmm. thrown at you. I think I have to wean myself. All right. Well, we're going to talk about myself. that more later yes, so that maybe yes, if you want to keep just a are. little bit of Twitter, just occasionally you do get alerted to news things. Yes, and, absolutely. And the 100% goat's feed is quite frankly amazing. <laughs> um, yes. But if you if you want to keep the good stuff. Yes, um, I do want to keep the good stuff. You know, we, we, we can we can discuss that. Uh, Give me the good stuff. Yeah, it'll be the stuff beyond just like kicking people off your uh, yeah. your followers list. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, well, we'll talk about that in a moment. But let's do some news because there was news. kind of a big thing that broke that has a lot of the computer industry uh, in a uh, bit of a panic. Oh, we're we're not doing wrestling news. I thought, uh, well, I thought, we're, we're moving. Well, I, you, you know those two wrestlers meltdown on Spectra. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, very good tag team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They broke. They were a tag team, then they split up. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. phenomenal though, yes, amazing, very nice. uh, affected the millions of people. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They're they're um they're at the top of the news here. Wow. Uh, and uh, all joking aside, uh, meltdown and Sprecta are the name of two enormous uh, security flaws yes. that I guess were just recently discovered. They've been around for a while, right? The tech the technical term is biggins. Yes, they're biggins. Yes, they're biggins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Google's Project Zero and the University of Graz, I believe, teamed up to to kind of another tag team. Look at, at this. this, yeah, wrestling uh, all over the place. It is. This is just. It's a very muscular episode yes, uh, yes, this week. Uh, they were the ones who had noted this and weren't quite ready to release the details uh, to get the manufacturers time to deal with it. But then I think the register somebody blabbed and and panic ensued. But basically, <laughs> what what has happened here? You know, as 2018 gets off to a very rambunctious start. Break um, it down, JD. There is a long unmentioned security flaw present in processors used by most of the world's computers. These these flaws are known, uh, as, as we said, as Spectra and Meltdown are their nicknames. Not a superhero team, not wrestlers, right. not new members of the X-Men. No. Uh, two separate uh, chip vulnerabilities. Now, these flaws, if exploited, could allow a hacker to steal information stored in the memory of the chips running on those computers, phones, tablets, data center servers, cloud computing servers, and so on. So a lot of hardware is involved here. Meltdown uh, affects Intel processors. So this is uh, oh, that's why the CEO sold like twenty five million dollars worth of stock. Yeah, this, this is kind of you know making me think of the Equifax yeah. thing a little bit here. Uh, so uh, so Meltdown affects pretty much just Intel. Spectra hits a wider range of chip makers, including AMD. ARM, uh, Intel chips again. All right, um, Meltdown is specifically Intel, Spectra. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's Spectre. Yeah, Spectre. Um, is uh, a wider range of uh, right. of chip makers. Nice. So um, there are some security updates on the way. Uh, they can't fully patch it because it's a processor thing, but uh, uh, Apple, Microsoft, and other software makers are kind of, oh, we have to do something because this is major and affects pretty much every computer out there, including not only the phone in your pocket, but cloud computing servers. And I think the the cloud ones obviously have more of a potential for the the remote attacks. But um, the New York Times has a very detailed report on it, and I will link to that because they, mm-hmm. they went through and, and sorted out which one was which and what it was going to do. Right. Now, according to the Times, it says there is no easy fix for Spectre, which could require redesigning the processors, according to researchers. As for Meltdown, the software patch needed to fix the issue could slow down computers as much as 30%. 
An ugly situation for people used to fast downloads from their favorite online services. The Times goes on to say Meltdown is a particular problem for the cloud computing services run by the likes of Amazon, Google, and Microsoft. By last Wednesday evening, Google and Microsoft said they had updated their systems to deal with the flaw. To take advantage of Meltdown, hackers could rent space on a cloud service just like any other business customer. Once they were on the service, the flaw could allow them to grab information like passwords from other customers. That's just rude. Mm -hmm. And the Times goes on uh, even more to talk about the other one. Now, the personal computers used by consumers are also vulnerable, but hackers would have to first find a way to run software on that personal computer before they could gain access to information elsewhere on the machine. So that one... They actually have to have access to your hardware. Right. A little less worrisome. Now, but there are various ways it could happen. The Times notes attackers could fool consumers into downloading software in an email. Because, like, that never happens. That never happens. Um, from an app store or from uh, visiting an infected website. Hmm. So let, let's get our AV uh, all cranked up here. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, this this was a huge thing. Meltdown and Spectre uh, even have their own website here that the University of Graz have put out. See, they've got little, little oh, character logos here. God. And uh, we, we will post a link to this. But this gives you... <sighs> A lot of the details on – and because they've written papers exactly on what each right. one does and how you can uh, affect yourself. Everything is linked and it's got uh, the um, uh, questions and answers. Am I affected by the bug? <laughs> and it, the answer is most certainly yes. Wow. It's very succinct. And uh, it says you can't really tell if someone has uh, exploited either of the uh, vulnerabilities against you. doesn't leave any traces in the log files. So, so there's all kinds of things that they address here, and if you are at all worried about this, uh, I, I recommend uh, reading the document. I will link to it on our show page. Um, We're doomed. We're just it's doomed. Not, 2018 is not We're getting doomed. off to a really good start. I here. can't wait for 2019. 2019 you know. is going to be my year. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this year. Yeah, maybe you'll see Stranger done. Things too by then. But maybe, maybe, maybe. So, 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 so hold that, on a second. Everyone is affected. Pretty much everyone. everything with an Intel or a modern processor, but especially cloud computing. Uh, cloud computing, I think it's easier to do the exploit. See, because they can do it. Yeah. And I always, I always, have I remember my doubts. the cloud. I hated cloud the cloud. Lured you in. Hate it. it sucked me right in. It was tantalizing. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, see, the cloud's like the Hansel and Gretel witch. Like, you are in the oh, oven now, man. man. I'm so deep in the oven, I can feel my yeah. toes toasting. So, so, well, let's move on to, to <sighs> more happier, if there can be such a thing, thoughts. We're doomed. Nah, well, well, now, let's, uh, the Federal Communications Commission, remember their decision last month to toss out the net neutrality rules? <sighs> um, that is not going without a challenge from internet activists. Good, Rise good. up. Like uh, a group called Fight for the Future recently started a massive campaign urging Congress to use the Congressional Review Act to overturn that FCC ruling. Not going to happen. Um, well, I don't know. Fight for the Future is banking on informed and educated voters because a lot of people who do high-end stuff on the internet are generally informed and educated. Mm-hmm. But apparently 83% of Americans uh, disapproved of the decision and uh, the Fight for the Future group is using that majority of people uh, to point out to the politicians that, you know, 83% of Americans disapprove of this decision. And uh, if you don't fire up the Congressional Review Act, we're going to make sure you don't get reelected in the midterms this year. But, 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 but Ajit Pai, he did a video where he had a lightsaber. Yeah. He and did, He had a lightsaber. We're all okay. I, we're I, I don't think that's sold a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think no? he got trolled pretty hard for, for yeah, doing he that did. too. Like, uh, and there, there was also a uh, copyright infringement for the music, right? <laughs> yes. You think he would know better. But, uh, uh, you think. 
But uh, so so Fight the Free Future is saying, um, you know, they're letting lawmakers know, uh, and just for Election Day on November 6th, they're going to send text messages out to voters who sign up for their service, mm-hmm. informing them of their individual representative's plan of action wow. or inaction, as the case may be, to overturn the ruling so that the voters can take that information okay. into the booth with them. So, a glimmer of hope. I like this. Yeah. So it's a sort of a up to the moment. If your representative has said, no, I'm, you know, I've come out against this or whatever, they're going to text everyone so they know gotcha. immediately, oh, well, you're not going to vote for net neutrality. I'm not going to vote for you. Nice. Okay. That's hopeful. It's, so it's I an see, interesting way. Of, I see how you work things, J.D. You give me the gut punch right off the bat. I go down and then you help me up. Yeah. No, we're, we're like trying that. to, you know, we, so we got to get the bad stuff out of the way. You uh, drop kick me to keep the wrestling metaphor going. Yeah, yeah. You drop kick me or you give me an atomic knee drop mm-hmm. and then you help me up. And then I hurt myself to get picking up the folding chair. <laughs> the folding yeah. chair. There always has to be a folding chair. Yeah, and it's the modern way, yes, I understand. Um, this might also make you slightly happier. Okay. Uh, Apple is taking steps to address the old iPhone slowdown yeah. thing that they had yeah, last yeah. month. That um, they claim was for our Yeah, benefit. yeah, that, that, that massive scandal. Very helpful, yes. Uh, they're taking steps to pacify outraged customers who learned that the company dinged iOS performance on older models that had aging batteries. And Apple said, no, we didn't want to kill your battery. Mm-hmm, and people's like, mm-hmm. no, don't mess with my phone. Let me be the one to decide right, you right. Know, if I want to run slower. right. Uh, but uh, to come out of this, Apple said, okay, we're going to uh, lower the price of our battery replacement because they did find that if you put newer batteries in older phones that were running the newer software, then things generally helped. Yeah. So they've eased the requirements and moved up the discounted battery swap program by a month. Um, so uh, those $29 power cell replacements, I believe, lowered from $79, uh, are available to customers with an iPhone 6 or later regardless of whether or not a diagnostic test at the Apple Store shows that the battery is less than 80% of its original capacity. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the benchmarks that they right. were using. Right. And now they're saying, no, 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 we'll, we'll just, you know, we're, we're going to start early. It's $29 and we're not going to but, uh, set these. You just have to have the iPhone 6 or later. But nothing's wrong. They did nothing wrong. Yeah, they did nothing you wrong. Know, they're they, they're just know, spending millions of dollars. Just, you know, because people uh, are upset. People yeah. are upset. You know, and and rightfully so. Uh, I I I think you were rather peeved about it. I am, and I'm getting it. my batteries uh, replaced, but not by Apple. Really, you're going to yep. go to a third party? I'm going to go to a third party. Very very uh, somebody I know that's done work for us in the past, and I will give him my money. All right. So so yeah. You so you're not going to give Apple money to fix the thing that not they did extra in the first money, place. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. So that's uh, that's something. And there. helping the local economy of my neighborhood. That that is a good thing. Yeah. Now, uh, Spotify, one of the top streaming music services out there, is rumored to be going public uh, this year sometime. That is the rumor, yes. But the company had a bit of a problem uh, this week in the form of a $1.6 billion copyright lawsuit. Ouch. I hate it when those happen. I know. Uh, The plaintiff in the case here is Wixen Music Publishing, which handles the songwriter rights to many tunesmiths, including uh, your Neil Young there, Sonic Youth's Kim Gordon, Stevie Nicks, the late Tom Petty. Zach De La Roca, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine, Dan Arbach of the Black Keys, Steely Dance, Don Fagan, and goes on, including David Cassidy, who also recently passed on. That's right, David Cassidy. Um, Wixon filed the lawsuit in a California federal court, uh, alleging that Spotify was using Petty's Free Falling and The Doors Light My Fire, uh, along with tens of other thousands of songs, uh, without license and compensation. So, uh, and also in addition to the $1.6 billion that they would like uh, as, as cash payment, uh, they also want injunction relief to, you know, just like stop right. it now. And they want their parking validated. Yes, they, they want it all. Nice. Um, so, so Spotify's kind of got that on its plate. It's not the first time they've run up against no. uh, legal challenges Definitely from not. songwriters. And I it's going to continue to happen, I yeah, guarantee Yeah, there's, there's at least... 
I think, three other legal entanglements from last year that we yep. had talked about at some point. And songwriters have never been happy with the service because what they get like a quarter of a cent or yeah, something. It's for, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so so they are uh, they're rising up here. Uh, and I Good think Spotify them. is based in Sweden, so maybe that's how they got around some of this. But if you're going public, the investors are not really going to like you uh, carrying along these big nope. steamer trunks full of lawsuits with you. Uh, uh, nope, definitely not. Yes, uh, Google, Google uh, yes, I've heard which uh, snapped up the Zagat Restaurant Guide Company in 2011. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was one of their many acquisitions along the way, uh, and they incorporated a lot of that info into the Google Maps app. If you were looking for a restaurant, you can right. get the, the Zagat review. They killed it like Google Reader. And they killed it, but they oh. might be looking to unload the property. Really? Uh, yeah, they, they bought it, took all the info, and now they're kicking it to the curb. Uh, oh, allegedly. Allegedly. Some insiders have reported informal talks between the big G and potential buyers. And while no price has been floated, I think Google paid $151 million for the company six years ago that's when like, they picked it up. That's like couch change. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not really – I don't think they're they're selling it because they no. need to, yeah. you know, wallpaper the den or anything mm-hmm. here. No, so. I don't think so. So uh, YouTube, another Google property, uh, just had another one of its backlashes over content moderation policies Ooh. or uh, lack thereof. This time it's the decision of Logan Paul, one of the channel stars uh, of the service, and his decision to uh, cheerfully show the body of a suicide victim in one of his recent videos. This got a lot of flack. He's, I think, apologized. He seemed very remorseful. It was set in Japan, and he walked into this uh, area that had been known for suicides, and and it was just bad judgment all the way around because some people were traumatized by what they saw. So YouTube is dealing with that. They also had a few other content-related mishaps lately, including that child exploitation problem and mm-hmm. overly aggressive filtering that block non-sexual LGBTQ content from viewers. That's right. Um, that was a Twitter and its recent talks, which we're going to get to in a bit here, of the collision of platform content and even application of community guidelines is something the social media sites just really need to figure out Absolutely. soon. It's been so uneven and so wild west that, that I think a lot of people are uh, – Probably not giving up the services, no. but scaling them mm-hmm. back. Definitely not. I got to, you know what surprised me the most about YouTube? What? That it is the go to platform for music. Really? I mean, you know, you ask any millennial, nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you they go to YouTube for music, not Spotify or any of these other it's services. Just because people upload bootlegs exactly. of entire albums and they can just stream them, even though it's exactly. not particularly good fidelity. Exactly. And they have all the Vivo videos and all yeah. that stuff. Then they rip the music off that. It's crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. That's uh, remember the days I, when we had to pay for things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they're going to get sued too if yeah. they haven't already. Yeah. Well, it, like Google was very loud about its its yeah. content ID policies a few yes. years back. And I don't know because I see those ripped albums all the time. And yeah. I'm like, this is the entire Broadway cast recording of Hamilton. How is this yep. legal? Because it's not coming from the official Hamilton. Yeah. It makes you wonder. Like yeah. they just. Maybe, maybe the software is not really catching it there. And or something. they were all, and they were so upset about Napster a decade ago, yeah, or two decades ago. Was it yeah. two decades already? Uh, Napster was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, wow. Even in the last century. Wow, I got pants older than that. I tell you, wow. we're old. Yes, we are. Yes, um, the National Security Agency. Haven't yes, talked about them. them for a while. Um, hi there, hi guys, hi guys, how you been? Um, they're having kind of a lot of employee churn. <laughs> Um, you think? Yeah, it's, it's not like they're the McDonald's of right. security agencies. <laughs> right. But the agency, which employs hackers, analysts, engineers, and data scientists on a mission to keep the country safe, mm-hmm. has lost 100 of its star players since 2015, uh, all of them going to the private sector, as the top talent is apparently not inspired by the agency's reorganization. 
And overall leadership, I'm sure the Edward Snowden thing maybe had yeah. something to do with that too. And the fact that their tools are out there for anyone yes, to Yes, everyone, to yeah, everyone with. can just say, hey, why do I need to join up? I exactly. can just use all of these little hacker toolbox things. Yep. Um, now, losing your top people means you're losing your best security, though, which makes me a little nervous just from a national cyber attack standpoint. I like them to see these things coming. You got um, me in a figure four now, okay? You got yeah, me in a yeah, figure sorry, four. Sorry, sorry. Now, now uh, but anyway, and I didn't realize that they had such a huge civilian workforce. As we know, they're uh, headquartered in Fort Meade, Maryland, which right. they, they have got a big sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little out there. But the civilian workforce is about 21,000 people, and um, the NSA is the largest supplier of intelligence to the 17 spy agencies uh, out there. Air quotes on that? Yeah. And like, ah, we don't do politics, right? yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that politics? That's not politics. Well, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a national... All right. Air quotes yeah. on the intelligence. Thing. Yeah. So so they, they do get a lot, but... You're military. You know that they're yeah, always yeah. cracking jokes about that. Yeah, this. yeah. So... But, but they were, for a while, I think they were trying to, uh, well, they were casting, I don't know if you watched The Good Wife, you know, there was a whole NSA yeah. subplot with these guys who, when they were not watching goat videos, were listening in on people's phone calls. Oh, yeah. It kind of became a little bit of a sort of big brother scary punchline, yeah. but with humor. And, yes. But they, they do very serious work there and they have stopped things and, and yes, apparently yes, people don't want to work for them. Hi, guys. Yeah, ho- hope be, maybe a job fair. Yeah, exactly. Know. If you're hiring, I'll send my resume. <laughs> You, you could do some good audio cleanup on I can, uh, yeah. some of those files here. Yeah, exactly. And finally. And finally. While reality hasn't quite caught up with 1970s action adventure television, scientists have now developed a bionic hand that provides its wearer with a sense of touch, along with your usual gripping and pointing motions, as we come to expect from our mechanical hands. This biotechnology comes from scientists in Rome who showed off a new hardware to the BBC this week. Uh, while a feeling bionic hand was first created in 2014, this new upgrade uses sensors and other gear that's small enough to be carried in a backpack so you can actually leave the lab with it. And wow. they've got a, a film I'll link to the BBC's website. But they've got a film of the Italian woman who lost her hand in an accident mm-hmm. like 25 years ago has been uh, testing this prototype. And she has to wear this backpack with her that has all these sensors that kind of hook into uh, her nerves and, and these processors and things. But right. And it's not the, the most savelt of hands. It's still kind of looking Terminator hand-like. But yeah. she said, you know, they, she, they show her squeezing things and she can tell if it's soft or hard and she's getting like these sensations of touch. Wow. And her hobby is fixing cars, and she's got the bionic hand in there, you know, fixing the car. Really? Yeah. So it was kind of hopeful. This is still a prototype, though. So they're working on uh, refining it even more. The sensors will get smaller with each revision. Maybe we'll get to Steve Austin, Jamie Sun- Summers in a few years. There you uh, go. But the steady progress there and the development of of the, the oh, cybernetic devices. By the way. Scariest item this week. Really? <laughs> Scariest item this week. The bionic hand that can yes. feel? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that so, was, uh, what, what was that? That was the, uh, what kind of wrestling hold was that? That was sort of like the poke in the eye. Ooh. That was a poke in the eye. With metal fingers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The bad guys always did that. They poked you in the eye yeah. when the ref wasn't looking. That's what it was. Yeah. You poked me in the eye when Think I wasn't looking. Think of the bionic hand for good. Yeah. It's never going to be for good. You know that. They're going to hack it with the Intel hack. And then, you know, they're going to kill me. processor, yeah, no, no. Let us, it's still in the lab. All right, so. fair enough. Fair all enough. right, so so for links to all those stories yes. and uh, perhaps a wrestling video. <laughs> <laughs> or two. Yes, uh, you can find all of these on our show page at poptechjam.com. Up next, we're going to talk about the Twitter.
I'm telling you, I'm getting off Twitter. I'm really? weaning it's just, myself off this It's year. just become this this uh, drag on, in your life. You've been on Twitter lately. It's just horrible. It's like a giant worldwide fist fight. Yes, uh, it is. It's like a slap fight. It's like a playground slap fight is what it is. Yeah, there is some of that. For some people, it's also a place for death threats and yeah, abuse threats and all yeah. that. So, so I've gotten those. I've gotten those. Yeah, it, it's, it's not a – w- when that. you give people anonymity and yeah. uh, no responsibility yeah. to uh, you know, stand up for their actions, it, it does kind of lead to a lot of bad behavior. They call you names. And uh, Twitter, though, uh, did announce late last month that it was going to start enforcing new rules against what it calls hateful conduct. Mm. And other bad behavior uh, that have turned the service basically into a cesspool uh, in recent years. Yes. We will link to Twitter's new rules and their hateful conduct policy on our show page if you want to see exactly what they're talking about. And I think in these new uh, upgraded rules, they do make exceptions for government and military types who are not, are exempt from some of these. And uh, despite why? all that, though, uh, why? we'll just guess why. Despite yeah, all that, true. Twitter said uh, a recent tweet by Donald Trump bragging to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un about um, nuclear buttons did not violate its terms of service, even though there was a implicit threat of nuclear war of in course. there. Yeah. Uh, an online campaign urged users to report the tweet as a threat, but a Twitter spokesperson said the platform's policy says only specific threats of violence and uh, wishing for physical serious harm, death or disease to an individual or group of people were – well, that's what uh, qualified uh, for that uh, Yo, violation. They're parsing this really. Yeah, f- finally, it's it's, it's it's like nicely sliced. Twitter is loving every minute of having the Trump on. The yeah, it's it's become a a sort of national platform. Of course, yeah. uh, and uh, this was apparently uh, you know his nuclear thing was I guess they were saying it was too much of an abstract framing. And the company also says that it does make exceptions to its rules for newsworthiness. Mm, so okay, I think he's enough. always going to have that. Yeah. An activist group called Resistance SF projected messages onto the front of Twitter's San Francisco office building, though, because they thought that, that Twitter was wussing out on enforcing its own policies. Yeah, Messages like uh, showing up in light as, as sort of – That is know, a great you, protest, by the way. They've yeah. done that in other in Yeah, other yeah, the, the projected uh, yeah. messages. Great protest. Uh, yeah, some of these messages included uh, be a hero, ban Trump, endangers the world, and Trump's dog whistle with an arrow pointing to the company logo. So, so uh-huh. some creative stuff here. Probably didn't do any good. I think Probably Jack not. Dorsey, uh, the, the Twitter uh, CEO, has also taken some personal jabs of being called an enabler and whatnot. But for those who uh, use Twitter not for fighting but as a personally curated news service, uh, we do have a few tips here if you want to clean up your timeline. I do. Um, I do. So get rid of anyone who abuses you. Just, you know, oh, yeah. stop following them. That's it. You can uh, visit your account settings uh, in the app or on the web. You can mute and block people who annoy you. Uh, you can also mute and block uh, specific words from appearing in your feed Ooh. if certain things trigger you or if there's some kind of scandal that you do not want to hear about. I like that. You can block that. And you can also choose to avoid posts that have been reported as having sensitive content. Yes, I've And seen we've those, seen the yes. little sensitive content mm-hmm. bans. People say, well, what is sensitive content? Porn. Twitter, well, that, yes. Uh, Twitter's media policy generally does not allow images or videos depicting pornography, graphic violence, or hate group imagery. Uh, can't attach those to your posts. Unless they're newsworthy? Yeah, unless they're newsworthy. Because, right. uh, well, that sheriff, that yeah. David Clark guy in Milwaukee, got, got banned for uh, having a, a kind of violent uh, joke yeah. video up yeah. there. So yeah. he was suspended until he took it down. Yeah. So they are enforcing it in some cases. Of course. Uh, just not uh, all the way to the top. Selectively. And uh, Twitter users who see this stuff out in the wild can report it as being sensitive content. There's a report button now that, that people can use. 
Twitter has to review that, and and you know if it, the algorithm doesn't catch it, then they have to go and manually do it. So maybe it gets, it's out there for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, the company does make exceptions when the posted material is deemed to be artistic, medical, health, or educational content. Hmm, okay. Which also gives it some leeway to Just a little bit. to wiggle. But if you uh, want to shield yourself from uh, these kind of things popping in your feed, Twitter does block these things with a sensitive content label. If you want to judge the post yourself, you can go in and there's a setting there. You can either turn it on or off mm. saying allow the display of sensitive content or if you keep it checked, then you don't see it and you just get that little sensitive content badge on there. So if you want it to see what your setting is or you think you're one way or the other, just go to the Twitter.com site. I think you can also do it in the Android app, but universally go to the, the Twitter.com. Yeah, the Twitter.com site. Click on your profile icon on the right side. Select the privacy and safety settings there on the left nav bar. And the safety area of the page, just uh, see where the checkbox is next to display media that may contain sensitive content. And uh, th- then you take your action there. And you can also uh, make potentially sensitive content visible in Twitter searches by turning off the hide sensitive content. If it's, you know, right. on or off, you can go either way. Right. And then you just save your changes. So some people want to see it just because they're afraid of missing out. Of course. Some people do not want to see it. Some people, I just, I just want to get recipes and see cat videos. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't care about the FOMO. I'm, I just want it gone. Yeah, I, I like to get... Headlines from from trusted news services. I like my goat video, 100% goats. I think our our pal Laura Holson wrote about that one. Yes, indeed. There's certain things I want to see, but a lot of times people will retweet things from political sites or people I follow just because they had some witty posts once in a while will go all out in the politics. And then you kind of ask yourself, what am I using Twitter for? If it's just making me crazy, maybe I just need to pare down. Or maybe as people take Facebook cleanses, take a Twitter cleanse too. That's right. Twitter cleanse. I like that. Like you know, a colonic, and, right? Yeah, and I've known a few people who have just decided the heck with it and have quit altogether. That's what I was just going to say, the, the nuclear option. Yeah. Just get right out of there. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm brave enough to do that. 140 characters, 280 characters, whatever it is, yeah. if it's winding you up and making you miserable, just punt it from your life. I think that's, uh, you know, I think I may have to take a sabbatical. Yeah, there you go. Just yeah. Maybe by the time you come back, they will have uh, cleaned it up and enforced all the rules and... It'll be a civil place where everyone just talks politely no, about. No, please, it's yeah. still going to be a dumpster fire. You know. Yeah, it's true. Porta potty fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so until then, we'll have some links on our show page to uh, yes. Twitter's policies and some of their tips for curating your feed. You can find all that at poptechjam.com. I guess we got to go. We got to close out our first show. Of yeah, 2018. we got to go. The first show of 2018 in the books. We yeah. got to thank the bros. Yes. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build and it. And they've been hosting us since 2012. Since 2012, exactly. Yes. And uh, we hope all of our users out there had a happy new year. I hope so. Welcome to 2018. Yes, uh, indeed. We plan to be around. The, the CES show is next week, and so yes. we will have some snarky things to say about that. Yes. And, uh, you know, again, uh, now that uh, things have settled down, maybe I can start doing some more segments and. Yes. Getting more uh, in the mix here? Yes. We, we would. I'm sure the, the listeners would like to hear you uh, more, too. Prattle on. Yeah, well, I need to figure out what headphones to get to. <laughs> I do need to. But anyway, until next week, when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone stay safe and warm and happy new year. We're all doomed. All doomed. Stop it. Fashion wrestling. Thank you.